What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Eyes of Joshua. Every day is a great day to create, and you get to see it. <laughs> mm. Oh no, I'm I failed. Yeah, I know what I'm gonna say. Right. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Eyes of Josh, where you get to see through the eyes of yours truly, Josh, where every day is a great day to create. And I'm your co-host, Corn Hayes, and this is the Eyes of Corn podcast. Oh, I thought it was the Eyes of Josh, but okay. Or the Eyes of Josh. What's up, everybody? I have a special guest with me today. I have a person that I cannot remember not knowing. <laughs> on the podcast uh that's unfortunate in a couple ways but it's also <laughs> a good thing in other ways um, like that none other than the spotify artist of the year josh posey what's up everybody how y'all doing i hope everybody's feeling well out there the world is Quick interjection. This is not a uh, open forum podcast, so it's a conversation between me and Josh. I don't know why he's saying everybody, like everybody can hear him. Well, I'm always but thinking. you know, this is just whew, this is weird. It's awkward. Anyways, today is gonna be a fun episode. Um hopefully we don't get our preaching and whatnot, but Josh is anointed by the Lord to be a um <laughs> <laughs> To be a what? <laughs> to be a soul winner. Amen. Oh. Amen. <laughs> he called my bluff, but it's cool. We're not tripping. It is what it is. <laughs> we're just gonna have so a we're going to talk about trying to find your purpose because I ain't got one apparently. Yeah, Josh, he didn't listen to the first episode created on purpose, so he's still working <laughs> on that. Um he also didn't listen to Dream Big. So this is Josh's first episode that he ever going to listen to. So let's just introduce Josh to the Isaac Horn. Uh, so this is going to be a great time. Nevertheless, Josh, take um, two minutes max and give your elevator pitch on who you are to the people, why they need to listen to your music, and why they need to follow you on Instagram. Oh. Okay. Uh, well, first and foremost, I'm a Christian, and being a Christian it's not about religion, it's about relationship. So we have to put that at the forefront of everything we do, everywhere we go. We have to remember that we are the light of the world and we are the saving grace for people. We bring the word of God, we bring peace, we bring love, we bring hope that the world desperately needs. Um, about uh, four-ish years ago, uh, my church started a ministry where we just come to the church and write songs and I got the privilege to work with a wonderful t uh, group of talented people. Uh, Ray Irvin was was my manager and we just began to write songs and eventually I started to you know put out some of my own and God's really been blessing me and really been guiding my steps in that direction. I'm, I'm very thankful to be here. So that's uh, what you... Asking, who are you, Josh? Who am I? Who are you, Josh? When were you born? Oh. Where you go to school at? Social Security. All if those people things. want to get a credit card, how can they do that with your name? Well, if you want to, you can take all my student loans. But uh, on that note, I 
am I just graduated from UAB with a bachelor's degree in biology. What is UAB? UAB is the University of Alabama at Birmingham. It is a medically centered uh, university where there's a lot of advancement in the medical field. People come from all around the world to get treatment there, to go to school there. It's just a it's a good place to be. It is the largest employer in the state of Alabama. Um, so I just uh, finished a biology degree, a bachelor's degree in 2020. And then right after that, I got into a master's program called the Biomedical Health Sciences. It kind of mimics like a first year of med school, dental school. And um, I had a lot of professors that I'd like to eventually have while I'm in dental school, which is what I'm currently studying to get into. I'm studying to get into dental school. That is my um, secular career goal as of right now. What is your spiritual career goal, or I guess not career, what's your spiritual goals? Where do you see yourself in ministry in 20 years? What do you want to look back and say to yourself whenever that time comes? I would like to uh, be a dynamic soul winner through various means, through Bible studies, which I'm just starting to teach uh, this year, uh, and also through my voice, which God gave me, I'm, I'm very happy to be able to use in church services, on music streaming platforms, anything that brings God's light to people. Um, one of the most rewarding things that I've experienced in music is being on campus. Uh, I kind of talk a lot, so a lot of people knew me. I was just pretty social, I guess. And one of the most... Um, rewarding things I heard was from people of various religions, people I know are, are like um, Muslims, would come to me and they'd say, oh my gosh, I love listening to your music. I just feel so much peace when I hear it. And that's not some that's not something good to me. That's something good to God because we know the Holy Ghost is the rest. It is peace. So the fact that I'm able to affect change in that regard is just phenomenal to me. To be able to reach different countries of people who I don't know if they Christianity is even allowed in those countries. It's just it's a good place to be in. Very honored to be there. Praise God. Amen. So um, me and Josh just got done with the Bible study that he was mentioning. So he started a Bible study with some of his fellow masters of biology or whatever they got their masters in. I don't really know. But he started a Bible study with some of his – he started a Bible study with some of his fellow masters. So we just finished that up. Um, Josh is one of those people that has heard the first episode created on purpose at least like five times. It's been it's been a few times. About, about five times. So Josh probably could, he could teach created on purpose himself, and it'd be his own message. I mean, he probably wouldn't do it, but he could if he needed to. Everything if, is created in perfection. So you know that there, there's that. So um, that's probably why he didn't listen to the episode. Now that I think about it, because he's already heard it. Um, Nevertheless, Josh, how are you? I'm good, man. I, I'll be really good after August 6th when I get this um, dental admissions test out the way and start applying and uh, get, a, get a new job at a dental clinic working on, like, you know, teeth, teeth and stuff. Yeah, not, not, not drilling because uh, that's kind of legal right now, but some in that range. It'll, it'll be fun. How are you? I'm splendid. I, I always say that, or at least I try to. Um, yeah, man. I don't even. I don't. I don't. Ha I don't have a true direction with this podcast. I thought I did, but now that I'm here, you know, I'm just. We're just here, man. We're just having a conversation. 
Me and Josh said that if we started a podcast, we could talk about people or about life <laughs> <laughs> for um, a long time, and it would probably be funny. But, you know, um, I, I'm not feeling like roasting right now. I mean, I would like to, but Josh is all in study mode, and we just got out of this Bible study. And I don't want people from the Bible study to listen to us roast people because that might be offensive. And, yeah. I mean, even though when they go and eat ice cream with this stuff, I just I'm just my 100% self. Then yeah. I'm just roasting the beans off everybody. Be true to you. What's what I'm saying? If I'm if I'm not roasting people, like, am I really me? No. If, if, Josh, wrong. if Josh ain't singing, is he really Josh? <laughs> Josh, tell tell people what's wrong with your voice. Oh man, that's acid reflux. Yeah, so I went to a the nastiness. Uh, yeah, I went to an ENT. Uh, ear, nose, and throat doctor, and they put a camera down my nose. Very painful. Uh, and they looked at my vocal cords because recently, like, when I've been singing for the past, like, three weeks, I just felt like after I got done singing, my throat was, like, swollen up, and it was just a little bit uncomfortable, honestly. And it wasn't really messing up, like, my range or anything, but it was just discomfort there. So I know a lot of times people who know me, they don't know. I, I be tripping, for lack of better words. Big tripping. Yeah. And I just wanted to make sure that it wasn't something in my head. And as I went, uh, I looked at, I could see the video of it, and it was just inflammation, like, everywhere. It was, like, all red and puffy. And thank God my vocal cords are fine, but there is uh, there is inflammation above and below them. So God is protecting them some way, somehow. He's a miracle worker. But it's, it's all due to some acid reflux. Had no idea about it. So singers. Try to see an ENT doctor once a year. It, it'll it'll really be beneficial because you don't want to wake up one day and sound like this. You know, you you wanna you wanna keep your anointing. You don't want to start. You don't get Barry White disease. That won't be good. So <laughs> you go from singing Gosh, soprano. You be singing what what what? Oh, what's the song? Uh, Mark Crowder, the real high one with the lady. Separate. Uh, anything can happen. <laughs> you go from singing. Hell, hell I know. <laughs> 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 you don't want to sound like that. So, anyways, so whoa, that so was be loud. praying for anyway, me for that. Yeah, pray, pray for Josh. But that's gonna take us to our true direction for this episode. So here we go, people. So the Eyes of Corn podcast is all about speaking to the creatives because there is inherently creativity in each individual that God has created, and we know that. Because God made us in his image right after he created the world. Amen. So his thoughts are with you when you receive the Holy Ghost and you get baptized in Jesus' name. So all that, that creativity is within you already. <laughs> so um, it's different ways that different people channel and harness their creativity. Am I right? It's true. Everybody's creative process is different. Everybody's creative process is different, and everybody creates something that is different. So something that me and Josh have in common is, like, almost everything except, like, the smart stuff. I'll leave that to Josh. But me and Josh both really, 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 really enjoy the ministry of music. Amen. So and don't let this man fool y'all. He knows like a little bit of everything. I was I was we were out like at, at one of our church members' houses and it was it was like you could see the stars very well and it was like dusty looking clouds or something. And then I was like, oh wow, look at those clouds. And he was like, that's actually like a nebula. I don't know what it was called, but I was like, huh? 
He was like, yeah, NASA puts out a document on these things. And it's like, he, he literally knows something about everything. I don't remember this conversation, but, you know, it is what it is. He's too no. smart to remember. No, we'll cap him. But anyways, so Josh is learning instruments, I think, <laughs> or trying to. Something like that. Um, I've been playing instruments for a little bit, pretty much my whole life. I'm going to just be honest. Mm-hmm. I've always been playing instruments. Whether it's the violin or the recorder, I used to play the violin back so in the day. Every, everybody had to play violin, oh, yeah. right? Twinkle, twinkle, little star. Strings was a terrible class. <laughs> it it was really bad, but you know it is what it is. Um, and most people probably know this, or most people might not know this. I don't know. I don't know when I uh, when I switched churches, I came and we would be playing music and stuff all the time. And Joshua harass me, like harass, <laughs> harass me. So in my old church, uh, we didn't have a lot of youth at our church so we had to do a lot of stuff when we held down the youth services so i would play and my sister would sing and then sometimes i had to sing and i mean obviously when you've been playing all your life you have a relative ear for music but that doesn't mean you're a singer or anything but he so, is a singer i'm not a singer so we were okay. singing at our old church and we were doing all this so i get the new life and we're like i don't know i don't know when it happened i just remember josh remembered this once to start telling the story but a long time ago, we were, like, playing music, and he's like, he's like, hit that. And I was, like, trying to go up as high as I could. And Josh, like, came to the piano. So Josh doesn't play the piano, so he says. But he knows the notes. And he knew. He's like, he's like, hold up. He's like, what was that? He's like, oh, that's a G. He's like, you can hit that A flat. And I was like, I can't hit the A flat. He's like, yes, you can. Oh, and I was like, yeah. I was like, I really can't. So we were, like, hitting the G. He was like, G, 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 G. And I was like, yeah. And he went to the A flat. And yeah. he was like, G. And I was like. <laughs> and Josh is like, oh, he's like, we can work on that. He's like, you know, it just take time to expand your range and all that. And I was like, bro, I'm not trying to sing. I'm just trying to play the piano. So that was like the beginning of something that was super fruitful for us at our yeah. church. So mm-hmm. just like literally, that's what probably four or five years ago. Yeah, we are having youth every Friday night, and after youth, we go straight up to the chapel and we jamming, making music, having fun. I mean, not really making music, but we're jamming, Sometimes. making. It's it's mostly noise. Um, <laughs> there's a song called "Jesus." We we killed that. <laughs> <laughs> better days. Jesus. Hey, I know y'all heard "Better Days." Go ahead, look it up on YouTube. J2C. <laughs> uh, so y'all, you know, we we've been doing this for a little bit, but all that to say, so this is like four or five years ago. So I had started hanging out and spending time with people from. New life, pretty much since I was like 13. I went here when I was mm-hmm. little. So we left when I was like seven or eight. And then I started coming back to like youth activities at like 13 or 14. So we're doing this. We're hanging out on Friday nights. And that music was the thing that brought like our youth group together at the end of the day. If you look at it, like honestly. So everybody's connected through something. Uh, some really famous person said something a long time ago about how people are connected. And no matter what, where you are, what language you speak, what your background is, Music was one of those things that can bring people together. And beyond music that brought people together, uh, laughter was something that also brought people together. And mm-hmm. with our music, there was a lot of laughter. So that was just, it was just a lot. So we had a lot of time uh, spending time together. And through that, Josh forced me to sing a lot more. Mm-hmm. I should have forced him to play keys in other instruments. And maybe he'd be have. like some, he could, be, he could be probably good by now, but you know. I'm a solid negative two out of 10 piano player right now. He he did this all to himself. So, I, I mean, he had a piano at his grandma's house. He probably could have had his own piano at his house. He probably just never asked for it. 
he he looks like he would be like one of those people that make like covers on YouTube with like just his guitar sitting in his room. <laughs> He'd be like, Jesus at the center of yeah. Oh, yeah. Josh gave Hallelujah. me main face because that run went it. But you know, let it's go, cool. Let it go. Let it go. It is what it is. Do you remember this, Josh? I do remember this. And I also remember us singing in the car to that new Mark Crowder album, which is fire. Uh, and my boy Corin hitting the C5 for all you musicians. You know how hot it is. He hit a C5 going from not being able to hit an A flat to a whole C5. You just got to turn around and get that stank face look. Uh, you know, the musician, when somebody do some, some, some nasty music-wise, oh, yeah. You know? He earned it. I don't really think I earned that. You know, it's just trust the process. Uh, another thing that is funny from coming from those Friday night things. So, like I said, I was, I was hanging out around New Life before I, like, actually came. Mm-hmm. So, I had a couple friends that uh, – from different places in the world. Shout out to my boy Ken and Trevor from Fort Myers. Oh yeah. They the real deal. Um so we had this conference close to home and one year Trevor was like, "Hey bro, can you sing with us?" Oh yeah. So granted guys, so I sang probably like 10 services at my old church. We had youth service every other month. So maybe maybe a little more than 10, maybe 10 to 12. So I sang a couple times at church. I was not on a praise team. None of that stuff. I was not even on the praise team at New Life. Like, I wasn't at mm-hmm. home praise team at my church, and they asked me to sing. And I was like, I mean, I guess so. So I sing this whole conference. I'm holding down on tenor oh, yeah. with the people. We sang this Israel Holden song, and I did not know the words. And my whole church was watching me. because it's like, is he singing? He don't even sing at our church. Nope. So I didn't know the words. So everybody was like, oh, we knew that part when you didn't know the words. And it's like, how do you know the words to an Israel Holden song? Everybody know Israel Holden. I was like, look, man, this is just one of the songs I don't know. It'd be like that sometimes. I think we do it at our church, too, honestly. We don't do that song at our church. Which song It's the song that's like, how can I forget, how can I forget oh, no, what you've do done that. for me, you are faithful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Hey, He's no. laughing at me because that went in again. But, you know, it'd be like that sometimes. So I sing at this conference, and everybody is tripping. They're like, so you can sing with Fort Myers, but you can't sing at your own church. <laughs> and let's be honest guys so i came yeah. back and i wanted to play the piano at church but we had a piano player so they made me learn bass so i was learning bass and i was playing bass at church it's like i can't play bass and sing but now since they seen me singing with some other people and i was having fun they was hey you know how they, they be hey don't they be hey they do be hey they do be hey it'd be like that song everybody be hey do do be hey <laughs> <laughs> i just wanted to say do do but you know um it just be like that. So that's just kind of like the progress, progression of singing with Josh. And now at my church since the year of 2021, I've been here since 2017, in t- 2016 maybe? I came my sophomore year in say, college. So I'm going to say 16, yeah. So 16. So I've been there since 16. So now since five, I've Josh, five, seven years, five, five years. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Five years. So since Josh has been harassing me for all these years, I told the person that makes the schedule for the tenors at our church that I wanted to sing with somebody specifically. And I told her, <laughs> <laughs> I told her that I can sing one Sunday morning a month. So I get to sing on the third Sunday morning every month. This, actually, it won't be this Sunday by the time this podcast comes out. But on July 17th, I am singing. That's not, that's not even July 17th. On July 18th, I am singing the AM service. And now every AM service, I have to sing with Josh. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I completely requested somebody different, but you know, it's cool. 
uh, and my first service there, Josh was like, I don't want to sing the verse. You sing the verse. Ooh, I'm on schedule the 18th. <laughs> he knew he was on schedule the 18th. I did not know. We're, we're, well, I knew that. We're always on schedule at the same time for some that's reason. Funny. Even though I requested somebody else. But, you know, that's not important. <laughs> that's not important. So I just kind of told y'all my vocal progression with it or whatever i don't know mm-hmm. i don't know if you consider that vocal you know i might i might even start tracking vocals you know i'm just kidding i thought he already you already did i have tracked vocals for somebody before but it wasn't like something that got put out put out it was just for like a demo so you know i might actually like i don't know man it's i've been i've been having a vision i've been having a dream of something big you know i told y'all to dream big mm-hmm. so I had a vision for something to grow big, so I I think I, maybe maybe we'll see me singing with somebody. Maybe 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 not. Uh oh uh oh. You know it, it. You know we'll see. Mark Crowder Jr. right here. I'm just playing. More That's like Draylon Young Jr. That's you. Maybe not Draylon Young yeah. James you, Wilson Jr. You you Draylon, bro. You, okay. Y'all got the rasp and everything. Man. I tried I tried to be James and he told me I wasn't cool enough. Ooh. So shout Ooh. out to James if he listened oh, to James. this. I know he not. <laughs> Cause he don't like me, cause I'm from Alabama. <laughs> he said he's sick, of Alabama. Yeah, literally. Oh yeah, he was he so was sick. Super sick at power he was so sick of power to become. But Poor that's thing. not important. But he, hey, he was singing ministry. Something happens when I call your name. So Josh, tell us about your entrance into praise team at our church. Talk about that process. You started at like 14, right? Mm-hmm. So Josh has been singing on praise team. He started off with B team at 14, and then the rest is history. And then we'll kind of talk about what we're doing right now with our youth group at our church. Uh, Okay, so at New Life, the way you get into praise team back in the day was we would have praise team, and then we have choir. Choir is you only sing on Sunday nights. You'd sing every Sunday except the second Sunday of the month because I think Kids quite did a thing then, but um, to get in that you have to first just ask Lindsay, our choir director, if you that's could. our worship pastor. All right, our worship pastor. If <laughs> if if you could sing in choir, and she usually say yeah. Well, first she would ask um our bishop if that's okay, and then she'd get back to you, and um then when you sing, you sing whatever section as a guy. You can only sing tenor. Is uh, is high enough as is, and um, from that point you you sing there, and then after a while, if if you've been singing, been consistent in practice, you can ask Lindsay like, hey, could you listen to me and see if praise I could start coming to praise in practice, and then she'll listen. But for me, I didn't really get to that point. I I became a I was a part of the uh, youth choir, which is what we call B team. We was Liddy in there because it was we it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, from B team, I oh, we had a great move of God when we back in the day before Power to Become, we did um, Alabama Youth Revival Conference AYRC, yeah. So we sang for that, and that was in when I was fourteen. I don't remember the years. And Josh did a solo at this thing, and he was like, he was like, "Hey, bro, make sure you record. My phone about to die." So I had to record him singing <laughs> on my on my iPhone four. I ain't even had a four S. It was just bad. Ooh, the solo was bad too. <laughs> nah, the quality was worse than the, the bad video quality, high quality audio. Yeah, it was that song, uh, "Chasing After You." I'm chasing after you. 
no matter what I have to do. So I remember, like, I had to, in the beginning, I had to open it up. So keep in mind, I'm 14, like, squeaky voice 14. My voice still squeaks now, but it was squeaking a lot then. But before that stage happened, my voice was just high, and I could do anything I wanted to do. I mean, anything, anything could happen. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, then about a month later, I remember I came to practice, like, I'm changing after you. Because my voice started changing. It was just rough. So don't start praise team or any ministry while you're hitting puberty. Oh. Or the part of puberty where your voice it was tough. started acting well. I went from, like, singing the opener and then the bridge to just barely being able to sing the bridge. And that was, like, a last-second thing of, like, I, all right, I think I can do it. And I was at the top of my range, and it was not even a high. But from that point, um, I remember practicing our, our our worship pastor, uh, Reverend Lindsay Raposo. Sister Raposo. Uh, she came to a practice, and it was so nerve-wracking because it's like Lindsay, the choir director, like the Lindsay. The worship pastor. The worship pastor, Lindsay. And uh, she, I heard her like get the headphones from the sound booth, and you know when they got them headphones, they listening. And then she was just kind of going through and listening, and then... I was so nervous because back in the day, like I'm, I'm loud. I've always been a loud singer. I can't really control it, but uh, if you had an audio peak, it's because he's loud. So this is true. It. I've been in studios singing before, and mm-hmm. like I saw on the the engineers' uh, Instagram of like me peaking the volume. Like I ain't never seen this before, <laughs> but uh, I just, I just sang loud and hope I was on the key. But after practice, I remember Lindsay being like, "Oh, and." Josh, you can join praise team. I was like, yes. So been in there ever since. And it's just, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. I love it. All right, Josh. How many conferences have you sang at? <laughs> I sang at, uh, how many? I sang at about four. four. And all of them have been at our church. <laughs> Hey, hey, you do what you, you do what you do. If y'all need a tenor for y'all conferences, I'm telling you, hit up my boy Josh Hosey. Yeah. He ready. I'm ready now. He ready. Sure. So, Josh, with that progression of you joining um Praise Team at fourteen and kind of transition through high school, um, was music ministry like anything that could you say it I don't know, did it like help you like through school? Because obviously like in ministry you're learning to get grounded in your relationship with God. You're learning to be grounded as an individual in high school. So all, you're doing all these things at kind of the same time. So you're growing up uh, spiritually, and you're also, like, learning things in school. And me and Josh went to the same high school, so I know what public school is like. It was <laughs> It's real different, I can tell you that. Um, but you get to meet a lot of people, and it's a great opportunity to be a witness when you are grounded and you're, you're doing everything you can. And it's also an easy way to hide in the shadows and not worry about it. So you really have to make that decision when right. you are in school. And I can, uh, yeah. So, you know, and so Josh will tell you kind of what he did. He's like his senior year. Mm-hmm. Uh, praise team was, is, is so important for me and always has been because it's been what grounded me in church because there's a there's I even have an alarm on my phone that goes off at like 11:30 every um Saturday that says you have to minister. It's not not you have to sing, not you have to get up in front of people, you have to minister. So it's like whatever you're doing, stop it. Make sure you're you're preparing yourself, go to sleep, 
you know, get some rest. But all that being said, I'm, it it keeps me grounded in the fact that I know I have a purpose in my church. I have an important role in ushering in the presence of God, solo or not. Even if my mic is muted, I'm up there praising and worshiping. I'm being an example. If his mic is muted, he's loud enough to hear him anyway. So, well, I mean, uh, you ain't lying. But, uh, <laughs> but it's it's just that it it kept me grounded on a central focus of this is my role in the church. I come to church and I have a purpose, and you know, everybody don't get those choir robes. It's it's responsibility that comes with it. It's. it's I can't be great power comes great responsibility. Right. I mean, I look at it like a super suit, but very modest though, because you know it's a robe. No tights, no tights. No tights, no tights. No capes. <laughs> no capes. <laughs> we don't know what that's from. I uh, don't watch movies and nothing. Like the Incredibles. <laughs> that'd be dumb. No, no, no. Pixar. What is that? Never Wally? Heard, never heard of it. Yeah. Anyways. It's lightning it knows that ain't. Uh, if you hear a big boom, don't worry, we're alive. Yeah, unless we stop talking, then you can listen to the next podcast to find out what happens next. <laughs> on the next episode. <laughs> next episode. All right. Um, senior year though. With all that being said, I'm grounded at church, and I I have something to look forward to, and it's it's helping me connect to more people. Uh, and one thing I noticed are the people who are like, you know, everybody got them anointed, anointed singers out of church, and we just was stacked with them. Fact facts like i mean these folks can sing and you just you just get the chills just hitching you your chest uh seeing these people I'm, I'm realizing what is making them different and then uh i start to notice that difference is their prayer life that difference is how they approach ministry outside of the platform how how they live their life how what their time goes and um we had a at this time in church, there had been a guy who started a Bible study at Terran High School, and it, it was very fruitful. There were people coming into church from that football team, and people getting baptized, getting the Holy Ghost, which which is what we're in the business of doing. Facts. Igniting that fire, letting that fire burn, and set other people on fire. So Facts. Then uh, I just kind of thought, well, why not? Why not at my school? Why not? Uh my senior year, I started a Bible study at my church. I, I wasn't teaching it. So it was my my youth pastors were teaching. I was just kind of facilitating it, just getting the people there. And um, uh, it'll be on Wednesdays at like 7 a.m. So people have to get to school earlier to get there. And it was, man, it was a blessing. It's, um, it's, should I go into the? Yeah. All right. Well, I, I. To sum it up, I'd just like to say that, and on there would be like, what was the most we ever had was like ninety people. And the schools of uh, how many people are at Rams? Like four hundred. We probably had four or five. Uh, more than 400. four hundred. Probably five. somewhere between. Well, when I was there, we, I think Josh's graduating class was a little bit bigger than mine. But when I graduated, we were somewhere between like. Probably eight hundred and nine hundred. Oh, or probably seven hundred and eight hundred. I graduated. I graduated a hundred times since high school. I graduated one hundred and ninety people in my class, but we walked one hundred and eighty-seven people. That's I shouldn't have put that. I shouldn't expose those Uh people like that. That's crazy. I shouldn't have did that. Bottom there. But yeah. Uh, One thing that changed my relationship with God in this Bible study was um, there was a. There was a teacher there who was supposed to be the um, 
the faculty sponsor of the Bible study. Now, granted, my freshman year, there was like a first priority, but it was, I ain't gonna lie, y'all, it was kind of dry, and it didn't last long. Facts. Yeah, and uh, that kind of dissipated. But my senior year, I was like, I don't see one around. Let's do it. So I talked to um, the teacher. She was the choir director as well. And she, her her room was the room that we did we did the um, Bible study in as well. The um, first one, she wasn't there. It went really well. And then the the second one, she came in late, and we were talking about baptism. And uh, my my youth pastor was talking. Youth pastor, who's pastor, my pastor at the time now. Um, he was talking about how the water saved Noah and the importance of baptism and how the Bible places emphasis on that as being a key part of salvation, which is facts. Um, at the end of the Bible study, this this teacher, she raised her hand and she said, I have kids sometimes that come to me and ask the question, if I don't get baptized, will I go to hell? What am I to say to them? And my youth, my pastor, gaslighting, gaslighting at its finest. He just gave him what scriptures about the um, the word of God saying, yes, get baptized, basically. And then she was like, no, 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 that's not answering my question. I asked what you say. And then he said, well, ma'am, I can only tell you what the word says. Oof, mic drop. Um, Obama I, out. I know. <laughs> Collins out. <laughs> uh Afterwards, she ended the Bible study. She was like, okay, okay, uh, we're, we're going to end it today. And then it was it was kind of odd in there. So afterwards, she was uh, she was adamantly, you, you know, like debating them, saying, "No, this is not what this Bible study is going to be about. We won't. We this isn't uh, fruitful. We're not going to talk about condemning people. All these things that we're not going to talk about in the work. So she's actually talking about like how we're not going to teach a Bible study. And um, <clears throat> then. Uh, I remember it was a point like they brought donuts and everything. My youth pastor brought donuts and everything. I think if if they weren't there for the word, they were there for the about the the uh, <laughs> donuts be fed spiritually and physically. I'm Amen. Telling you. Amen. Body, soul, spirit. So donuts is bread. It I'm, is bread. <laughs> she. It was a point at, at the end when she realized she wasn't getting anywhere with the argument with hers being all emotion and theirs being straight biblical facts. Uh, she said, "You know what? Take your donuts. Oh, uh, I we'll we'll talk about this later." So it was. I was kind of funny, but it wasn't funny at the time. And all throughout the um, the day, I got a lot of feedback from students. They were like, uh, "Miss, said that those the people who was here uh, teaching the Bible said that you going to hell." And then I was like, "Uh." And before I could like even like get the answer out, people who would be at the Bible said it was like, "No, no, 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 that is not what was said." The man was only trying to give scriptures, and and the teacher was just um was adamantly, you know, disregarding it and just being rude. That's what that's what the report came back from, not just my mouth. And I also had to have a meeting with this with this teacher and in her office she said, Okay, what this Bible study is gonna be about is what's in red. We are gonna talk about Calvary, we're gonna talk about love, we're gonna talk about the things that Jesus did on the earth. After that is where all of the division comes in and where there's the divide between the church state and church and i was like what but uh care i don't understand and it it was it was it was very troubling for me and i just i felt the way spiritually that she was pressing against the word of god being preached and the truth and then i said well um you know i can i can always just find another teacher 
faculty sponsor and she was like oh no 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 the bible studies at at this high school has been through me since 19 blah 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 i don't care and uh then i was like well i'm sorry but i i had this vision of us teaching this bible study and i don't i don't want this to be done and i told her like if you if you only talk about what's in red you're pretty much cutting out the new testament and that's very applicable to our lives right now and she was like no 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 no. whatever happened in the end she her final statement was if you want to have this bible study the way you're trying to have it you're going to have to go through me and she slammed her hand on the desk and that was the end of the conversation uh that was i think that was thursday that saturday um i i got a call that uh this teacher had passed away and um it was it was a very difficult time for a lot of the students but i will say this we continued that bible study and it was very fruitful and people's lives were changed and there have been seeds planted that cannot be uprooted the word of god in its finest in its truth in its purity was implanted in those students and in me and is still growing yep pastor sudden uh <clears throat> Pastor Sun talks about um Pastor Sun talks about uh when he's preaching sometimes he talks about seed and you have the parable of the seed in the Bible where they're throwing the seed and some of it falls on stony ground and some of it falls on fruitful ground, some of it falls in a thicket and it's choked up. And the seed you in order for something to grow, there just has to be a seed. So everything that we do is all about throwing seed like we're not here to judge who's going to make it to heaven, who's going to be worthy of what God has right. for us. We're only here to give seed. We've been blessed to be put in situations where our families are living for God and our families have raised us in the church. Mm -hmm. uh, for the most part, me and Josh both grew up in church. Um, so we've seen kind of both sides of it. So growing up in the same kind of, I guess, same type of environment in school, at school at least, uh, there is a big division in what we see in school versus what we see at church. Um, at our church, we've always been a multi-ethnic, multicultural, just a church that looks like heaven. That's just what we've always been. Right. So um, at our school, it's usually one culture, one mindset, and it's kind of hard to navigate away from that. But in the South, there are a lot of people that believe in God, a lot of people that have relationships with God, um, but everybody doesn't know truth the way that we have it and we're here to plant that seed so that can grow so that people can get saved and out of bible studies that i've been a part of with every everywhere josh has been there's been a bible study we'll just say it like that and out of those bible studies um since since high school including middle school high school uh his un in undergrad we did bible studies and then in, even in his master's there's bible studies so I can say, like, through Josh, our church has probably baptized probably, like, 25 to 30 people. And then people receiving the Holy Ghost, that's the number probably around, like, 50 to 60. So I might be exaggerating. He just gave me a face. But I feel like more people got, got the Holy Ghost than got baptized. That's true. That's true. So, but you got to think about everybody that came to undergrad and high school. Mm -hmm. When we have AYRC, pretty much the whole Ramsey Bible study was there. Uh, and the Tarrant Bible study was there. It was, like, people from everywhere. So... It's kind of a big deal what you're doing, and I know we were talking about music, but this is still a part of that ministry. Like, your ministry is beyond what you're doing just on that platform. Right. It's about something that's going to last forever. Um, 
we'll kind of segue out of uh this season but kind of some of the things that we are doing right now uh josh is me and josh are 23 24 so uh we are transitioning out of the youth age group and we are transitioning more into youth leader roles at our church um both of us are involved in music um we just had a awesome like super awesome youth service service. uh about three or four weeks ago so it was super like great it's like man I'm, i'm super excited to see what God is doing with all of these chitlins. Um, God is just, he's been so great. Uh, and through this time, we got to work with some people that are older than us that were doing like kids choir when we were kids. So it's like, we're working, it's like basically, I don't I want to say three generations, but it's just three. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that. Three units. You know, you don't, it just depends on how you break down your church, but it's just three different groups of people working together to facilitate what's going to happen with this younger group and the potential is there. We're talking about seed. We're planting seed of music in them so they can grow up and be great musicians and great singers because that's what we want. We love singers and musicians. That's right. And whatever God else is going to do. Bring the Whatever else God is going to do in their lives, this is going to be something that's going to help them get to that place because once you start getting tapped in to what God is doing, we always tell them in these classes, we talk about prayer, worship, and the word of God, and worship is one of those ways that you get connected with God. So if they're not doing everything in their lives and they don't know how to really connect with God, they learn how to worship God the right way. They learn how to connect with God through music, through singing, all these ways, just uplifting the name of God, creating these psalms, then it's no telling what's going to happen because they're doing all these things at a young age, and we really believe in these young people. So, you know, it's it's kind of... We're talking about creativity. That's what this podcast is all about. Um, But being creative in your approach. But at the end of the day, for a creative, what you want to see is that somebody, like, duplicates your work. Is that what we want to say as far as, like, self-replication? But you want to see somebody, like, you want to see something beyond you. You want to make sure Mm -hmm. that your music is beyond you. Um, A lot of people may know him. He's kind of a big deal. But there's a guy that used to go to our church named Travis Dykes. He plays bass. Oh, yeah. Um, he's my bass, my bass teacher. Mm-hmm. And he played the bass at our church. Well, he he went to our church. His family still goes there for a long time. And then once I started learning the bass, probably four-ish years ago, he was teaching me to play bass. And this year he comes to the conference, and we're playing, like, a song. So he recorded – he played bass on James Wilson's album, Songs for the Church, and he played the bass on Something Happens. And – we're playing something happens at our conference and he like laughs after church. He's like, man, you sounded like me. And honestly, like, I mean, you know, musicians, you just got to hype each other up, but he could have been lying to me, but I'm, I'm he just, I'm just going to say, I mean, he, I think he that's was pretty nasty. I am learning. I'm grateful for what God is doing in my life. But to hear somebody say that, you know, you sound like me is like, I'm, I am fruit of Travis. Like at the end of the day, that's really what it is. I'm fruit of Lindsay, I'm fruit of Sam, I'm fruit of Travis, I'm fr- mm-hmm. fruit of all these people that have poured into me, fruit of Greg Hosey, all these people right. that have poured into me musically-wise. And if you start talking about spiritual stuff, it's like, it's, it's I can just start naming people for days about all these people that have sown into me all these great things. Um, and, you know, you got to sow, you got to do what you got to do, because we are all created on purpose. And oh, right, Josh. That was nice. That was nice. I like that. So, Josh, we about to uh, we about to wrap this podcast up. Okay. So, if there is something 
that you can say, that you can speak into the lives of the young creators, the young apostolic people, the young people of the world that have a desire to create something, whether it is create sermons so they can preach, whether it's create music so they can sing, create songs so they can play them, create games so they can implement them in Sunday school so kids can learn. Everything is creative. And whatever it is that people want to do, they can do it through Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's a fact. Um, when Josh talked about just thanking the church after he graduated, he said anything you want to do, you can do it through Christ. So that that's a big deal. You got to, like, he, he almost snuck a preach. I ain't even going to lie. We, <laughs> we, we went to E-flat to see what he was going to do. Um, but, <laughs> Josh, if you can tell the people something, what would you say? I would say start with the why. Why am I doing this? If it's anything related to you, it's the wrong reason. It has to all be centered around God. It has to all be centered around the church. Who is the church? We are the church. You are the church. Anyone who has the spirit of God flowing within them, burning and consistently burning, you are the church. What will this do to add to the church? what what is my purpose here is this high note randomly just so people can say oh you can sing yeah no no is it piercing in the ether is it piercing in that spiritual atmosphere to break forth is everything you're doing is it is it just a random run it it doesn't it all has to coincide with the ebb and flow of the spirit learning the cadence of the spirit of god is what brings forth beauty in worship beauty in ministry all of these things happen from first prayer from reading your bible and these are these sound like simple things but they are the keystones to ministry to greatness in the kingdom of god and i would say let your why be rooted in jesus and for for all the singers and musicians out there when you sing when you play an instrument when you when the only time you're doing it is at church it's it's probably not always going to be the best that you want it to be because there is a lot of anointing and power that goes forward in it and that comes from learning the cadence of the spirit of god but you have to practice your instrument god god wants you to do things in diligence and in skill you know and there's a scripture that says if if the trumps to make the right sound, then how will the people know to go to war? If you sing like this, then you're not practicing. <laughs> then you you might not let the people go to war on that one. But it all comes from time and intentional prayer and practice. And that's that's what I'd say. So, so people, that is a wrap on this episode. It has been a pleasure to have the Cornelius Hayes to have the Master Josh on the podcast oh it's not Master Josh um to have Joshua W. Hosey M.A. on the podcast um he is truly a gift (laughs) to the kingdom of God um make sure to stay connected with Josh so you can know what's going on in his education and so you can hear the beautiful songs that he's going to be releasing um if people want to get connected to you josh how do they do so on instagram you can follow me at uh josh hosey uh at symbol j o s h h o l s e y hosey hole and then see what a y hosey 
And then <laughs> if people want to listen to your music on Apple Music or Spotify or SoundCloud or Tidal or where would they find you? You can click that link in the bio or you can type in my name and it should come on up. And it's, how many singles do you have released already? Uh, five. Five. It's five. Got, got a few more in the works too. More in the works. A beautiful ballad is coming in the works. I can't wait for that one. So you guys... Um, Thank you for listening to this episode of the Isaac Corn Podcast. It is a little lot bit longer than usual, but it is good. We're going to have a good time. Uh, we're looking forward to our next guest coming up. Um, I hope you guys James stay Wilson. tuned. Y'all know him and you know him well. Um, I've done a lot of work with him. So we'll be happy to see our next guest coming up soon. I'm not going to tell you who it is. Uh, <laughs> so you have to stay tuned to the next episode. Um, peace out. It was longer than normal, like a lot normal. Peace out. Normally when I talk, I talk like right here. This is like my comfortable speaking voice, but I'm bringing it to power right here. Like right here? Right here. Right here? Right here. Let me make sure I'm in this thing. I really got to be in this thing. So. But I don't want to sound too boring, too. Yeah, you can't be talking like this the whole night. Then everybody's going to think something about you. <laughs>